Let's go down to the urban homestead, Pasadena by the freeway. Right down there on the urban homestead, Jules and his family are working away. Come on down to the farm in the city, back to the future, back to the plan. Right down there on the urban homestead, loving the life, back into the land. Oh, oh, oh. help the garden grow, singing. Oh, 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 we've got to help the garden grow. Welcome to the Urban Homestead Radio. We are your hosts, Annie, Jordan. Special thanks to our sponsor, Layman's, in Kidron, Ohio. For over 60 years, they have provided practical, non-electrical tools and appliances and home goods. Our family has been a huge fan of theirs since the 1990s and have purchased many quality products for our own homestead. When technology fails, their products will certainly work. So check out their website and online catalog at layman's.com. That's L-E-H-M-A-N-S dot com. We appreciate the support of this podcast. Oh, oh, oh. Help the garden grow. Sing it. Oh, oh, oh. We've got to help, help the garden grow. Oh, oh, oh. Help the garden grow. Sing it. Oh, oh, oh. We've got to help the garden grow. Thank you so much for joining us today. We have special guest Paul Politi, who is an iconic songwriter and who is son of Leo Politi, who is uh, who wrote and illustrated over twenty children's books. So, hi, Paul. Thanks for joining us today. Hello. Well, it's a pleasure. It's an honor to be with you. Yeah, um, we met you a couple, about a couple years ago. You came to one of our hoot nannies. Calvin uh, and Calvin Joe invited you or something. And you came by. Yes, yes, Calvin Joe and and, and I loved it. I, to be honest with you, I think I've been three to three of them. Oh, and I brought. I, I know because I went to the first and then the second and third. I brought people that I remember who I brought. I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was more too. I said I think he came to a couple, so I was right. Yeah, and and and, and, and Calvin told me about it. You see, but it, the word hootenanny, you know, I, I, when I come to California, <laughs> I always have so many things I need to do, and, and and I end up doing so little because I feel like I'm a pinball in a pinball machine. There, you just react, and you, you can't get from point B to point C. It just takes forever. And it's just, it's just, it's, 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 you know, so I never really had the time and Calvin always wanted me to come out and, and, uh, and, and see, you know, and I, and when I heard Nanny and outside, I, I kind of thought it was like in a park or something, you know, <laughs> I'm out of the sixties. So I thought, you know, I, I've been to Nannies and so on. And it didn't, and uh, it just didn't seem like I could have the time to squeeze things in like that. But then I went to church with him, and I had one of the most unbelievable experiences, and and I just had it. And so he said, hey, why don't you come with me? I was staying in Pasadena, South Pasadena, and he said, we'll, we'll go, it's in Pasadena, and this and that. I said, yeah, let's do it, you know. And when I went, oh, man, I love it. And I think I was telling you, Tom, that, that, uh, I got a divorce not too long ago, a couple of years ago. Well, yeah, about a year, year and a half ago. And I am here in Colorado, and I had to make a decision where I was going to go. I didn't have, my wife is the one that brought me to Colorado. 
and I could do go basically anywhere. I have uh, I have a son in Florida, and so on, and one in Wyoming, and and I'm thinking between California and Colorado, and I made a list. I, I do a lot of things with lists, and all the pros and cons of Colorado and California, and. Uh, on my California list at the top, and I'm not thinking, I'm telling you, right at the top, in the top five, was <laughs> the Urban Homestead. Because I know that if I was there, I'd be there every week, you see. Yeah. Yeah. And when I found out that you guys stopped doing that part of it, oh, man, my heart was broken. Yeah. yeah. A lot of things happened. You know, it was a magical time. We lost uh musician and his wife on World Day weekend, we lost our dad, and then we lost Dwayne. So it took a lot out of us. The heart and soul it, of the hoot nanny. Yeah, so it took a lot out of us. So we said, "Well, maybe we'll just have a little, um, take a break, and maybe come back with something." We maybe visit a concept of it. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not, you know, it was a magical time, and sometimes you have to let it, you know, the magic be. Because it was, and when you walked into it, I I, could, I knew it right from the, the beginning. I mean. That's the kind of stuff that I I remember. It is. I knew exactly. You know, and every every inch of what you did, the food, the the whole place. You know, and I I man, I was just I was in awe. And I was talking, and everybody I brought couldn't believe it. You know, we thought we were in a fairy tale. You see, yeah. it was magical. So it was magical. We may, yeah, we may revisit some. And then they sang the some of your songs. I think some of the they when they oh, wrote. Yeah, yeah, that. But it was just it was, and I and I I'm in the music business, mm-hmm. and I, all my friends. I said, "Oh God!" I, I I was telling. I spent most of my time for the next couple of weeks, you know, just telling them about it. And you got to go, you know. And I and I have friends that I just know when they were they had the same reaction as I did. You see, you know, well. I, I'm busy. I'm gonna try, and then you know that's that whole thing. But I know if they went there, they would be, you know, they would be sitting there on your doorstep before you opened. You see, <laughs> so that's it, it's that kind of place, and 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 uh, I know if my dad was alive, he would love it. My dad loved music. My dad loved music, and he loved and but yours, you, you, it, it was pure. I, I I don't know the ages and everything, but back in the there was a thing called town hall party in Los Angeles, you know, and and uh, it was, we used to listen to Western, it was always on, it was, and, and people, the, the different musicians used to kind of come in and sit with and jam, and it's the kind of thing that that I, I kind of grew up on, and little by little, it's, you know, with all the technology and everything, with multi-tracks and everything, it, music is no longer music, you know, it's no longer that, you see. So when all of a sudden, you, you, it's like, you know, tasting a little bit of your childhood, you know, oh, man, key, and the food, everything was just out of this world. I just love the place. And and I thought that, I, I think the first time I went, I thought I was in the wrong, because this was out in the middle of a <laughs> residential area. I was expecting, you know, a hoot. I mean, it, it just it just didn't, you know, you, you kind of have a predetermined thought, and that's what you're what working off of. You know? How it should be, yeah. No, no. So. Well, yeah, like I said, it's uh, we have not. We believe, you know, the farm and music and and community go hand in hand. So we're not. Um, we're gonna, you know, hopefully revisit that. It might evolve into something different. So if you know any good musicians, uh, send them our way. <laughs> <laughs>
I, I, I definitely do. You know, trying to motivate somebody to do anything, you know, especially as a guy, everybody that's kind of set in their ways, you know. But I have one friend that, I mean, he... he he would be blessing you. I mean, it's just he, he's trying. He's upset because the schools. I've gone with him in the schools to kind of make te- with testimonies and so on. He, he he he's a musician. He plays a lot of instruments, but he feels that the kids in schools have to learn instruments and everything is all synthesized and all this, and they, they, they we're losing music. You see, yes. and, and 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 I knew he would just love it. You see. Anyway, it's it, it's what you're doing, what you did, and what you're doing is is unbelievable. And and you know, I even told uh, I'd like to at some point do a, a video on you, just uh, uh, but basically from what I remember and just the people that were there, and let people know about what you're doing and what you did and and all of that because there's so much wonderful things going on in our world. Uh-huh. And everything that we all we hear is all negativity, negativity. Who's responsible? This and that. And 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 what I believe is that we, there's all these wonderful little things going on that nobody knows about. Yeah. You see, and we need to share them. And and when people share with each other, they'll take that same wonderful idea and they'll go in another direction. I mean, there's there's things that you know, but we keep doing the same thing. Uh, uh, the mission trips and all this, the churches are doing the same thing, what they were doing a long time. And it, it's it's important to, to to hear new ideas and because there's new wrinkles. They're basically the same things, but they're done in a, you, you got to keep changing with the times, but you got to, you got to keep that organic feel to it too, you see. Yeah. So I do remember uh, one of the times you came, there were, the musicians were trying to impress you and <laughs> sing one of your songs. Unfortunately, they didn't know the lyrics. Um, so you made, you had to straighten it up, set the record straight, and you got up and sang. I do remember that. It was a pretty uh, magical night. So, what do you remember? The well, song? I'm not a singer. I'm not a singer, and I don't claim to be a singer. <laughs> and uh, and um, it's, basically, I'm not an engineer. That's what I'm doing. Because when I was producing, I was a record producer and a songwriter. And when I was writing and 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 and, uh, and producing, you know, I I didn't. I, a lot of musicians they, they have to play every instrument. They have to. I wanted the best of the best that I can get my hands on, and I wanted an engineer who was the best. I didn't want to, you know, try to do it all myself. And I, that was something I felt very strongly on. I, and I knew I didn't have the capabilities of being an engineer. And a lot of my friends started doing it, and, and they're really good. But I just didn't. It wasn't in my. Uh, I just didn't feel comfortable in it, you see. And uh, and uh, the singing is the same thing, you know. I just I never was a good singer. I could just, uh, you know, enough to sing my song just to kind of get the point across. But I, I but I, I love really artists, you see, artists that did sing, you see. There was a once upon a time when I started writing songs and when I got interested in songs, there was Tin Pan Alley and sing, singers were singers and songwriters were songwriters. And and uh, it was pretty much that way. The, 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 and the best songwriters would write for all these singers that needed material. And, the, and you know, Sinatra didn't write his songs. Uh, it was all these great writers. 
But then with the, with the groups in the 60s and so everybody started thinking, and, you know, it, it was basically, in my opinion, it was greed because what happened is these artists said, hey, why, why give a bunch of songs away, you know? We got all these album tunes. Why don't we write them ourselves and make more money on the album, you see? But... I think anybody who was buying albums realized that the, the quality went down, you see, because the, it just wasn't there, you see. Songwriters were, you, when you had, you had the pick of the best songs, it was a lot better product for the consumer than when you were writing, you know. That didn't mean that you, a lot of, a lot of artists, it's, it's good for you to write. But you should be writing for the right reasons. You should have something you want to say and you have a, a deep conviction and so on, not to make more money on the album. Mm -hmm. So what was your, do you have like a, I know that's a kind of a hard question to answer, but did you have a favorite um, song that you wrote or a couple that was like one of your favorites that, and... It worked for well, you know, some of the songs that you when you write songs, sometimes your favorite songs are songs that nobody heard or or you know and, and so on. But I have certain songs that mean more to me. But I I I, I and I've been working with I've been making videos on my songs uh, uh, and uh, so I've been working with you know a lot of them and and, and it's kind of a, it's it's exciting because you're revisiting them. And and basically with the videos you're you're kind of showing the songs in in different in different um, settings you see and 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 a song not all songs but some songs you know they have what I used to do in, in music is one of the things that I did was put songs in movies so I used to work with directors and 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 um, music supervisors and. And, and so when they use songs, but they they try to they don't just pick a song out of a hat. They they're trying to like most of the time when when songs come, when they when they start using the songs, it's it's um, they use it at the very end after they they went through their whole budget and you know they did all the filming and directing and the scoring came in and and some of the scenes are not really working for the director and they change a little bit of the dialogue and redo. It, but sometimes the only their only hope is a song to to kind of move the, the 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 scene along, and it might just be a background. But there's there's something that they're trying to accomplish, and that's and and so I worked on I put in I worked with so many directors and 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 music supervisors, and I kind of know. And so that's what I'm doing is is basically with my with my songs is I'm making videos. So when I show the songs i show them in 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 various ways to, to and, and instead they'll say well send me a copy i'll send them a, whatever fits where they're trying to go the best you see so that's kind of what i started doing with the videos because when i was writing songs some of the songs i wrote i always said oh this would be a great video but I never thought I would be the one to do it. I always thought, well, if I ever got enough money, I'd I'd like to try to get somebody to do a video on this with whatever concept I had. And uh, turns out I ended up here in Colorado in the middle of nowhere, and I needed to do this, and so I had nobody to do it by myself. And I thought, well, maybe I'll learn. And God, that was the... But anyway, it's, uh, but I hear uh, that's where I'm at and I've done it and I'm enjoying it. And the answer to my, I, I do have, I wrote a lot of songs with Barry White and I guess some of the songs that I, I like the most is, are, are some of the songs that Barry and I wrote. But there's one song that I wrote, 
uh, called if you're man enough or if you're and really the correct one of the things my titles are are usually too long but that's just the way I am I guess if you're if um, you're man enough to make me feel like a woman it's a woman's song I'll be woman enough to make you feel like a man yeah and it's a, it's a song that has to do with not you know men have this this thing that they have to be macho and this and that but Basically, women want a man who 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 they communicate with that has that that shows his feelings and 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 uh, and, and 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 so it's the whole idea is is if you're man enough to 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 to, to open up and be your, to be yourself, you see, yeah. and it's a song that. Um, uh, it's kind of really close to my heart. I, I, I started writing songs as a kid. I loved music. I just, I, I adored music. I, 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 I'd go out and I'd buy one record, and I'd end up buying seven records, you know. And, and I worked from the time I was like 12 years old. And I, so I, the only thing I did was save my money and, and buy records, you see. And I used to, I, I used to really pay attention to who wrote songs and all that stuff. I loved songs, and I, so I, I kind of got started writing songs. Not that I was a, a musician or anything, but, but songs that I felt that I would like to hear that I couldn't find. You see, mm-hmm. and just kind of playing with ideas and so on. And that's that. How, that and, and then there's certain songwriters that wrote in, in, in certain doing certain things that I loved, you see. And so I really kind of zeroed in. I'm, I'm really into the songs a lot. I love my, a lot of my idols were guys like Johnny Mercer and, you know, the, the, the songwriters that people didn't even know about, you know. And and then when rock and roll came along and rhythm and blues and all that, there were a lot of like Doc Pomus and, and Mort Schumann and different uh, songwriters that wrote unbelievably, you know, in my opinion. And, and I, if I saw their name on a record, I would buy it, you see, and I was usually happy. So when did you write your first song? Well, I started writing songs, I guess, about 12 or 13 years old. I, I don't really remember. You That's know? close enough, yeah. <laughs> but uh, 12 or 13, you know, I, basically, you know, like, a girl might have broke my heart, so I wrote a song or something, you know. Started writing, you know, playing with ideas and so on, and then the more, and um, and then I, I wrote a song in, um, oh God, I, I think I, 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 I know I was in junior high school called Skaggy Maggie, and that had to be one of my favorite, uh, favorite, one of my first songs, I guess. I mean, I can't remember all of them, and uh, every now and then I run into some of them when because I kind of packed everything away, but now mm-hmm. I'm kind of finding things. And uh, I took the song to, well, what happened was the song was Skaggy Maggie was a girl. And my friends heard it. And then when this one singer, Larry Williams, had a couple of hit records with Boney Maroney and Short Fat Fanny, my friends said, hey, you ought to take this to Larry Williams. I bet you he'd sing that song, you know. And so I did. It was it happened to be the label that I, I loved their all their music. And so I hitchhiked and I went down and... And I uh, I played my song and 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 but that was kind of the turning point one of my turning points in my life because 
the guy that was the A and R director, who that's the A and R guy's the guy that kind of listens to music and puts it with the artist and works that. And he he uh, in this course, without telling all the whole story, uh, I got all flustered, and uh, I was trying to tell him how much I loved this, the, all the artists on the label and this label and all that, because he liked my song. But then I had to mention that I. He he said, "Well, did you take somebody else?" I said, "Yeah." And then he called that person. <laughs> and I didn't say the person's name. I just said a label. And he and he said, "Well, they never heard it." And so then and then I said, "And I just love this song, and I love this artist and that artist, and my favorite song is High School Dancer." And this, and he said, "What?" And I said, uh, "Well, I love all these artists and this." And he said, "No, no. What well, you said about your favorite song?" I said, "High School Dance." And he said. That's your favorite song? I said, yeah, it's the flip side of Short Fan Fan. He said, I know, I wrote the song. <laughs> and uh, so he started playing me songs because I was like 12, 13 years old. He said, you got good taste. He said, so he starts playing me songs well, you know, off of acetates and dubs and, and uh, reel to reel. And, and he said, what do you think of this? And I just... You know, I just told him what I thought. I was just a kid, you know. And he never did. He just kept playing me music after me. We stayed there about an hour and playing music, and I, I'm telling him what I felt. And and then he said, you know, I want to get, go get some coffee. You want to join me? And he took me down, and we had a cup of coffee. And uh, and uh, I asked him, I said, uh so, so you're you A and R. That's what that means. And I said, what does that mean? And all that. And and then he told me what he did. You played music all day long, just like we just did. And he said, yeah, I just play music all day long. And they pay you for it. <laughs> and he said, yeah, they pay me for it. He said, wow, what a great job. <laughs> so from that point on, that's what I wanted to be in the music business, playing music all day long and getting paid for it. <laughs> so, so anyway, the guy's name was Sonny Bono. Oh, okay. And that was before Cher. Wow. And and it was Sonny Bono who basically, you know, I, I used to go down there and, and then he would kind of talk to me and play me things. And, and not a whole many, maybe three or four times, you see. But whenever I was in Hollywood, I'd kind of stop by. Sometimes the office would be closed. But anyway, and then... It was one of those three or four times that he walked me out, to, and, and their office was in a building. And the building uh, across the hall was a guy, and he was opening his door to go in. And he said, and they started talking, and he introduced me to. He said, uh, "Oh, this is my friend Paul," and 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 he said, "Paul, this is Art LeBeau." And Art LeBeau, I used to listen to on the radio. He was a DJ, but I had never know what he looked like. And so when he went in, he I said, and he, and he said, "Yeah, that's his record company." And so there was. Then I wrote a song called "Those Oldies But Goodies Remind Me of You," and this is. That's but that was before Art put out Oldies But Goodies album. So the same thing kind of happened again. My friends had knew about the song Those Oldies But Goodies. And when that album came out, it was like gigantic. And my friend says, hey, you got to take that to Art LeBeau. I bet you he'd put it on his album. And I did. <laughs> and he liked it. And he wanted, turned out to be one of my favorite singers to sing it. But they and then and then the singer liked it, but they never got together. They, one was going in one direction, and it just kind of like 
typical. And and after a while, he, I kept doing what they said, call him next Wednesday, call me. After about six months, I just gave up. And then when I got out of high school, uh, I met this guy at uh, at one of the dances at high school. And when I went back, somebody introduced me. He was still a student there. And I and somebody said, "Hey, Paul writes songs too, you know." And this guy, so then he came over to my house one day, and uh, we started working. And that song happened to be the song on the top. I just and we were working on it. And this friend of mine, I used to play drums in the sheriff's band, uh, Los Angeles County Sheriff's Band. And one of his friends came over with a friend, and his friend said, "Hey, let me sing that." And and we it sounded pretty good. And I got a couple guys, uh, some others background singers that I knew from a group that um and we we made a demo and the and the next thing you know, uh Art turned it down but uh he wanted the song still, he wanted to do it, but I had been involved with these guys so I said no. And uh we put it another label put it out, Delphi and and uh the label that had Richie Valance and all that and uh the guy immediately recorded it that night, and we put it out, and it was a big hit, and that kind of got me started in the music business. Mm-hmm. Wow. And when I when I did it, you know, I also kind of promoted it, so I kind of learned a little bit about promoting on my own, just trying to go around to stores and and stations. And then I got a little bit of experience, and I was hired to do promotion later on. So that's how I kind of got in the music business. So it's really Sonny Bono that started it all. <laughs> Uh, at 13, this was all in Los Angeles, right? When you grew up out here, it was all in Los Angeles. Yeah, and except they, they were in Hollywood, and I, I lived in Los Angeles. I lived in Echo Park District of Los Angeles. Um, and your friend's name that this this was not Barry White. This was somebody else, or that that was your guy that you started with. Oh no, that was just friends and the neighborhood friends. You know, they knew. I always wanted to start a, a group in the neighborhood, but nobody wanted to, you know, sing. You know, I wanted to have a little group. You know, but uh, but I, they, my friends, kind of knew. I, I I dabbled around with songs and, you know, so. Um, but no, it wasn't Barry White. But it, it, Barry White didn't come. It came maybe about. Six seven years later, I, I knew Barry when, when I was a teenager. Still, I was about seventeen years old when I met Barry. I was producing a, a group, and he was playing piano and singing bass in the group. That's how I met Barry. So you said you're making these videos of your music. Um, where do you? I mean, is that something you're publishing online, or are you doing it for yourself? Where, where does one find you? Know, no, I'm just making the videos and putting them up, and that's it. I'm not. I'm not. I mean, I do have a publishing company, but most of the everything that I'm doing is songs that are already published and songs that are already recorded. Most of the time, I just did one. That there's only one song that I did, and I've done it multiple times. Uh, a song that that uh, that wasn't out ever, and uh, but but everything else is songs that I, I other artists have recorded, and I'm just making uh, videos of the recordings. And those who are you putting them on YouTube, or you're not pu- publishing them on YouTube? Yeah. Oh, so you have a YouTube channel. On YouTube, and I have, believe it or not, I I can't believe, all of this I cannot believe. I feel like it's, you know, how it's happened, you know, it's just, you know, it's kind of like when you were driving, you know, and you started off here and you end up there and you don't even remember how you got there, but you got there, you know. 
the technology kind of thing. The technology has changed from you know records to now you know uh, Pandora, you know mm-hmm. stuff like that. So. so, what's your YouTube channel? I have four channels. Yeah. Uh, one, my first one. Yeah, to be honest with you, I don't understand all this. Yeah, it's the craziest thing because I'm making videos, but I can't direct anybody how to get to the videos, you know. I mean, I just, they say, well, are you sure you're making them? Well, but anyway, I just kind of, you know, started with a, my, my company is, the, the, the YouTube channel is, it's Politi Politico. Okay. okay. And you see, Mike, I had a company in California that was Politi Political. Okay. See, California, Political. Okay. And when I got here, I went Politi Politico. Okay. So then at that time, they said, what's your name? I said, Politico, uh, Politi Politico, Political, uh, Politi, <laughs> I gave it to California. So that, that, I guess, is mine. And I had, my son had made a logo for it. So that was my, that was my name. Then, then I have another one that's called number one. It's a it's a hashtag one, and then after that it says number one. And then the other one I have is called um, Z, is in zebra, cinco, C I N C O, which is five in Spanish, kid, K I D. And what happens is I I did a lot of medleys in my videos. Where I, I put songs together because I, I I I produced about uh, two hundred albums. I did a lot of compilation albums, so I have a kind of a compilation medley kind of uh, brain, mm-hmm. and so I had ideas and I started doing. So in 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 the process, people started referring to the, that Cinco Kid guy. Oh, okay. And, uh, and and like Cisco Kid, but I guess Cinco Kid. And I, I kind of grabbed it and I put the Z on front of it. So that's Z Cinco Kid. And then the last one is Person of Pinterest, P I N T E R S T, Pinterest. And uh, the, the name of the song that I'm doing is Guilty in the First Degree. And so we, we kind of had, you know, the police. You know, yeah. as a person of Pinterest, interest, and then I put the pin, and that's that's how that ha- developed. But on that one, I, it's basically I'm just doing it on on people of interest and people that are you know something that's and uh, one of them is my dad. I'm gonna I'm doing a few things on my dad on it so far, and uh, um, with the painting. I saw, I saw a couple of videos with your dad's paintings, or was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have put. My dad's uh, a lot of his his paintings in with my songs, not a lot, a few. But see, my dad was a, a lot of his stuff was children's, you know, children's. But and, and my songs, especially the, all the songs that I wrote with Barry, were very sensual. They were romantic and, and sensual, and you can't put that two together. <laughs> but <laughs> very wise known for that, right? <laughs> yeah, songs. your dad was pretty. Um... Like I said, well, influential in the sense that uh, I think a lot of parks and a lot of things and libraries in Los Angeles are named or or dedicated to your Yeah, there's a library in Fresno, and there's a school in Los Angeles. And the the school in Los Angeles is, hey, you guys would be interested. You guys ought to go out there because they, they, first of all, they named it after my dad. When they named that, that 
the school after my dad. It was at a point in time when they weren't naming him after anybody unless the person was no longer alive. And my dad was still alive. And they had to get special permission to do that. Because the problem, I guess, is that if something that, you know, if a person does certain things, you see, and then all of a sudden, you know, you got all the children and, you know, they, they want to wait till the person's dead before they named it. But, but my dad, so many people knew my dad and loved my dad that they made, you know, they did it. And that school, it was that same idea, they decided that that school would have its own autonomy. No other school in the city school system has the autonomy that the Leo Politi school has. And they mainly, with the, with the arts, and, uh, you know, with music and so on, but, it, it, you know, it, it, it's because of that, they wanted to have it free to do that. And, and because of that, and it was the principal, the first principal, his, his idea, who ended up, becoming superintendent of the schools, but he, it was his idea to have it that way, and, uh, and, and they have a section, they had a section in this, in this, uh, in the school that was this wasted land, and the, 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 the principal was a bird lover, and he decided to, they wanted to put in all, uh, 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 make a little kind of like a park, but with with all of the d- different um, uh, 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 flowers and so on that would draw the birds and so on. And he loves birds, and he d- did a lot of teaching of, you know, with the kids, like in recess time and all that, and, and trying to steering them into the, uh, developing a, a love for birds, which they do now. And um, the board of super, the board of education, I, and this is all from you know they. I guess it just went on. They did it without permission, and then but they wanted them to come down, and they could never get the board to come all of them down. One would come down and mention, and when they all came down together, they went back and they passed a, a, a proclamation or something that all new schools have to have a, a section like this. And UCLA and the Getty have mm-hmm. sent UCLA, even the pre- the president of UCLA, the chancellor, went down there and personally dug holes and, and worked with the kids, and, and they sent kids, oh, and, and, and same thing with the Getty. Mm-hmm. And they've gotten a lot, not just those are two I know of, but a lot of the big companies have sponsored and brought in trees and different things like that. Yeah, and I think, and you mentioned the Getty, and, and I think um, oh, it says here that you, the Getty has republished uh, for you your dad's books, right? Yeah, for my dad's books, and right now they're they're thinking about. We just renewed our contract with them, and uh, they're 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 um, they're they're uh, thinking about maybe doing a couple more. I'm not, we're not sure. Uh, but it takes the Getty a long time to make a lot of the decisions. You know, it's not in yeah, and, a, lot um, <laughs> a lot of things going on there. So yeah, that's pretty. Well, I'll, I don't know. We'll have to maybe stop by and think of parks too. Your dad so like your dad had, had a park. Well, it's not a park. It's it's just a little section that they made like a. Cool. A little a garden, but it's pretty big. And I think if you go on YouTube, you'll see it. Okay. And uh, so it's and the and the kids do it, and they go there and they do their homework, 
and their parents come in. They had, I mean, the, the, the school is very um, progressive, and they do a lot of unbelievable things, you see. Uh, one of the things that they, I, after my dad had passed, uh, I, 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 I felt like I was, you know, just forgot about it, because I was always into my into my career and into my music and 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 I really and and my dad had been gone and and I felt that he was starting to be forgotten and I had just prayed about it and that same it was the most unbelievable thing I get a phone call and they called me and they said uh, that we're doing we're starting to call you at the last minute but tonight we're going to be having a performance we took one of your dad's books and we made a play and and the kids all did, did the designing of the sets and everything and wanted to invite your family I said well my family lives all they, they wouldn't be able to get to you in time but uh, I'm going to ask my wife if she'll go I'm going to go for sure and I went down there with my wife, and and it just blew me away because this one teacher had she taught the kids how to play the instruments. She had the one singing. They made the sets, and then not only that, but this they had to do with one of my dad's books, Three Stocks of Corn, which is something that probably would interest you, and and, and it has to do with cooking and and off the land and all that, and and. Um, and uh, and and so they 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 did this unbelievable play, and but then they 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 she had worked with the parents and talked about my dad, who the school was named after, and they read the story, and then they started making out of corn stalks. They made they made uh, little dolls and they sold the dolls to raise money and they and, they, and so here is this. I mean, my dad would be so. Joyed because here they the, the everything the whole thing from the the, the singing the, everything was all the kids the parents were involved they raised money and they made money for that helped you know uh, certain sections of the city I guess and and and, and where, where the poor were so they 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 learned to be part of something. They learned how things can, I mean, the whole thing. It, it was just a, a, a three-dimensional, ten-dimensional thing that just was unbelievable. And I knew my, my dad's spirit is still alive, you see. And that really kept me going, you know. And it was just, uh, it, yeah, I said, like, art put to life, you know. Yeah, and that's that's what my dad, my dad, the, the sad thing about my father, they named it the, the school after my dad, but it was at a time when my mom got sick. She had Alzheimer's, and my dad, the, the thing about my dad is art was his whole life. That came before everything. Mm-hmm. And my mom understood that, and she raised us to understand it, and that's just the way it was. And it was important that my dad had his full concentration on what he was doing, and she just made everything else happen. Well, the one thing, and my mom was strong. She was a farm girl. She was, you know, my dad was in his own little world. What I never thought was, here it is, my dad and and my mom, and and they're elderly now, and my mom is sick. But she wasn't sick physically. She was as strong as a, but she was mentally, you know, with with Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. And my dad was taking care of her. He even gave up his career. 
wow. to take care of my mom. I mean, he had a book that never came out. He didn't. Do, he just he finished it and he never did anything with it because of my mom. Because he knew how much my mom. When my mom. When, when my when my dad died. I, 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 in my thing, I said, my mom, because everybody was, they did a thing in Los Angeles, and the city did it, and it was a celebration of my dad, and everybody got up and, and, and told their little story, and and uh, I, the one thing I wanted to do is say, my mom isn't here, cause she, but she was the wing, the wind beneath his wings, you see, mm-hmm. and without my mom, all of that wouldn't have been, you see. And somebody had to say that, you know, and 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 that's that's exactly the way it was. And my dad realized that, you see, and um, so he took care of my mom. So the school was named after my dad. Oh, my dad, he had all of these ideas, and he was going to do this and that, and you know, he just thought when your mom gets well, we're going to do. I'm going to do this, and but it just kept getting worse, you see. And he never really was able to do the stuff that he wanted to do. And that bothered me after he passed. But it wasn't until a centennial when I started really working with the LA Unified and I started working with 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 the school and you know and, and kind of getting to know and 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 then just getting to know all the schools because my dad they, they were, I went we went to a lot of different schools and a lot of different libraries and so on and. The same that nobody had, nobody could do it. The principal, nobody. It, you know, it's not, every, he, my dad would never, he would have been so disappointed. His heart would have been broken. Because the name, the school after doesn't mean that he could come in and set the whole curriculum up. You know, it just, it doesn't work that way, you see. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just a lot of tape, you see. Prophecy. And he would have never understood that. Yeah, the times have changed and seeing yeah. school and music and technology. We're talking to you and we have a podcast and stuff. So <laughs> yeah. obviously we talking to you through a computer. <laughs> um, yeah. So you also have a sister too, right? Is that correct? Yeah, I have a sister and, and my sister, <laughs> she would have been right with you. She lived in, and they, they lived in North Hollywood for a long time. Then they moved up to Mountain Center. And near Idlewild, but my sister had a garden. She had goats. She milked her goats. She had, I mean, they were, they lived off the land pretty much. You know, my brother-in-law taught, at one point taught horticulture at at uh, uh, Los An- uh, uh, Valley College, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, but yeah, and and uh, she's a great cook, and you know they they only eat you know. Uh, uh, organic and 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 so on. So when do, uh, when's the next time you're coming out to California to visit? <laughs> well, well, you- it's supposed to be a week, but I'm not sure if it's all going to happen. But right now, it's uh, they they want me to come out, and I was going to come out for a couple of days. But uh, are they doing? I any- don't know. I know sometimes we came out for there was a special thing at the South Pass Library. Um, Calvin's oh, wife, yeah, did a book about. No, she she didn't do a book. She oh, was sure. she was the from um for the girl the oh. the book she was. The, she was a girl, yeah. She was Moy Moy. Moy, she was Moy Moy. Yeah, in, in the book, and her three brothers and two of them live in South Pasadena. So, so that's what South Pass because she was. And, 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 so and it's, uh, my my dad's stories were uh, there was uh, they were pretty much from not you know but he would be influenced by 
My father would 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 kind of wander. See, he didn't have a car for the first. I don't know how many. I had a car before my dad did. So he took public transportation and walked. But he really saw the city. When you you know, he, he, if he had a car, I don't think he would have had half his books. But he wandered into all these places and fell in love with. So all my dad was, he just would wander around and find places, and then want to tell the world about them. And there's like all, especially the kids. And he would, pardon me. Olivera Street was one of them. To- yeah, Alvera Street was the one, well. Alvera Street was basically where he, my mom and dad's kind of got their their start, and mm-hmm. and on that, you see, my dad uh, my dad was born in Fresno, and then he went to Italy, uh, back to Italy when he was six years old. There's a book he wrote called Little Leo, and it's pretty much it's a true story about my dad, and 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 and, and it's a really really sweet story. It's a, you know about these. These, uh, my dad is basically he he got his his father his father used to sell uh, horses to the Buffalo Bill Circus, <laughs> and 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 in Fresno, and uh, but my dad told me once I would tell all my friends that, but then he said, you know, you keep telling everybody, but it's uh, doing that wasn't really a real prestigious thing because that was like being a used car salesman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I don't know. You know, I mean, I thought it was, you know, a Buffalo Bill Circus, a Buffalo Bill and all that. But anyway, he bought him an Indian costume, and my dad wore it. And then when he went back to Italy, he used to wear it everywhere. And when he went back to Italy, the the, the kids there didn't know what an Indian was. But he had all this... and. Uh, and and he would wear it, and you know he kind of t- explains what Indian about in a little bit about Indians and and so on, and and uh, and then he wears it to school, and then they disrupts the school. They tell me he can't wear it, and so then the next thing is in, in the end of the book, the parents, uh, the mother, his mother, and all of the uh, mothers of the village that he was in, they all got together and they made these Indian costumes for all the kids. They got. Feathers and they dyed them and they did all this and they made, and pretty soon there were Indians running all over this village in Italy. In Italy, it's a true story. It really happened, you see. But he was, but it shows it's a real sweet story because it shows him on the train going to New York and then he's on the boat going and he's wearing his costume and and he just loved that Indian costume. And 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 my dad has a big soft spot for the Native Americans, you know. And when he finally got his car, that was the first thing he did was go to all the powwows. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. a fascinating culture, and, and, and in Los Angeles, yeah, culture. I mean, California is rich in culture. Los Angeles is There's rich a lot in of multi, yeah. a lot of Asian cultures Americans, here. Mm-hmm. Chinese, mm-hmm. yeah. But what he did was, I think I got sidetracked. But he would find places, and then he would he make a on it, you see, and then he would share it, you know, and that, that's kind of what he, you know, his whole thing was, it's like, if you go and you and you go to a movie or you buy a, a book and you read it, you love it, you, you tell all your friends about it, you know, you go to a restaurant, you find, my dad was like that, he find, he find a culture and he just, and, and everybody thinks that he was trying to change everybody into a certain, no, he, he wanted everybody, he believed in people sharing a culture and us uh, celebrating each other's culture, not everybody becoming the same, you see. Yeah. Most of it is miscommunication and misunderstanding, and mm-hmm. if you understand where everybody's coming from, you can see, you know, everybody's... Yes, yes. I mean, 
the best thing that ever happened to me in my life is my dad got, we lived in an area that was multicultural. And so our school had everything, you know. And, and, and at that time, Belmont High School was one of the only schools in Los Angeles, I think there were only two, that, that accepted foreign students. So we had all the foreign students. So not only do we have multicultural neighborhood, but we had students from all over the world. And, man, that was, you know, the, the education I got there was nothing compared to the social part about it, you see, mm-hmm. in my life, you know, it just, uh, and I, I, I've talked to people that lived in places that they, they how could you, I mean, you live with black people and, you know, they just didn't understand all that, you see, no. but it's just because they, they, they're never around it, you see. They weren't exposed to it at a young age and then uh, California is progressive that way, especially some yeah. like not in the Midwest or some it's a little bit um, not as advanced yeah. as, as California. It's like a mi- melting pot or mixing pot. Yeah. Yeah, we're coming. Well, my dad taught me us at an early age, my sister and I, and so we just grew up with it. You know, it would be a very boring world if there were only red roses. You know, no matter how beautiful, you know, you, you, it's the garden is beautiful when there's all these roses and and, and flowers and, and and all. That's that's just the way it is, and and and, and it's so true. Diversity, diversity is what we uh, we like, and you know, well, it's all the great for gardens. Yeah, it's gardens. Great for the nature environment. Yeah. So we're almost coming to the end of our hour. How? Wow, oh, time passed. I know. So time. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like I said, it's hard to wrap up things and such things. But I don't know. Maybe you have something you'd like to share with us and or, our listeners. Or just maybe um, I don't know about musicians, artists, or like state today. of the world. Uh, what? You, what? Well, you're... what I'd like to do. I don't even know how. What you do? But you know, uh, I can. I could send you my, you know, or 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 or, or make a. I might even I might even make a, a a special playlist for 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 you know your listeners. But it's going to take a while. Just kind of put things together that I think that they might be interested in, and 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 why you see. And then and and it, my videos are not just on my video. I, I have a part, but part of it is on humanity. And one of the things that I that's what I wanted is is I I, I try to find positive things that either a company is doing or a, 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 a municipality is doing or somebody's doing and sharing that you see and 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 every time I find it and, but so I, I, I'll put a little of this and a little of that a little of my dad's stuff in there I'll put my stuff and then I'll put the other things too That'd be amazing. We'd really love to see that. And, and then you could just share that, you yeah. know, but I don't, I don't have anything really kind of ready no, no worries. like that, you know, cause, cause I don't want to give you guys all the sensual stuff. Cause I don't <laughs> think that would be, <laughs> you know, I, I have, I, I have, like I said, close to a thousand videos. Wow. And uh, but most of it isn't. But uh, you know, like I have my dad's, and you know, but but it's all right now. I don't have it organized, and I, that's one of the things I have to. I, I'm too busy making the videos, well, we and I'm going to kind of organize it. Uh, we know we're very we're very familiar with that. We have a ton of ideas. And, yeah, and it's like I, you know, people. I have this idea, but I'll, I'll you know, I'll never. You need somebody to come behind you and clean up your clean up all the stuff. I know how it is, so take your time. Yeah. Well, okay. It's good. Anyway, so you know where I'm at. I, but I want to I want to do it. I want to do it right. You know, so that you know. But I and I love what you're doing. I want to support you guys. What you're doing, you know, because 
you know, yeah, um, you know what I'm, I want to do a video on too is the Brahms. You heard of the Brahms, right? Yeah, the yeah. Brahmins or the Brahmins, Brahmins, right? No, Brahms. Is it a Brahms in? In I think they're either in Kansas or Oklahoma City. Oh right, yeah, that's very vague. Um, yeah, tell us about it. What it? Oh God, they're they're just amazing. I'll, I'll send you some links and all that. What they're doing, you're gonna that's gonna blow your mind. I'm surprised you didn't know. Oh, what they're they're, they're doing you, but except they took it they took it further, bigger. But they only they, they're only in areas. They 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 sell all their food, and then they also have these like little restaurants, and they make all their food there. But uh -huh. it's only in an area that's within an uh, within a day, half a day to for the truck drivers to drive. They want everything to be fresh, and they uh -huh. want the truck driver to be back in his home by sundown. Okay. So and they, they everything is fresh. How do you pronounce it? Uh, it's I think it's Brahms, like the the the, the composer B R A H M S. Oh man! You, and look at the video. Look at the video of what they did in the agricultural part. I mean, that that they should be the, the head of our agriculture, you see. And it's everything that you guys are doing. I mean, it's probably not as organic, but I'm sure they're organic. Everything they're doing, but they've done things that, that farmers have never done. It's, it's an amazing thing, and they, it's a belief, just like you guys, you see. I'll have to check it out. So yeah, you know, I'm going to do. I, I, I just want to go there when my sister comes. We're going to go, but I want to do a, a video on it. You know, because they're they're amazing. They're amazing. Well, if you're ever in Pasadena and come by for you dinner, come, you know where to find us. Come by for dinner or or hang out in the garden and meet the chickens and. We're going to have a special weekend. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Well, I, I appreciate it. I appreciate you having me on, and uh, and uh, I just uh, I I can't I can't say thank you enough for what you do. No, you know, it, it takes a certain heart, and that's that's what we we see. That's it, 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 that could be contagious too, you know. But it, it keeps it's going the other way. It goes away. You see, I mean, people are becoming more and more selfish and more and more. You know, uh, greedy and and more and more. You know, and it, it needs to go the other way. But it's people like you and what you're doing that put smiles on faces and say, "Hey, man, this is more important than all of that other stuff." You see, we have a lot more in common than people realize. So. Yeah, we do. And 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 just like negative things, uh, you know, affect us. Positive do too. You see, but they don't. Nobody shows all the positive. You see. And yeah, and music has a positive influence. Just oh yes, music oh, is, you know. But even music right? is changing, you know. All, you know that the hip hop, you know, all that stuff. It's just, it's all negativity. It's negativity. I mean, what? It's it's so sad what's happening to our world. You know, you could be a, a wonderful mother and a wonderful father and have a wonderful, happy home, and your kid goes off to school, and that's all they hear about, and, and they hear the music, their friends, I hate this, I hate that, I hate that. You know, you're your environment, you see? And you play, they're playing video games all day long, and what do you, how do you win a video game? It's how many people you kill. And we're callous, and we're becoming callous to, to, to uh, all of that, you see? And then we wonder why, you know, 
they're shooting up the, the schools and people are going nuts. It's because we, it's, 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 and it's only happening here in the United States. Yeah. You want, it makes you think, you know, the, the video games are, are graphic. The music is graphic. And then back, back in the days, the music would be uplifting, you know, it'd make you feel, yeah. it'd make you want to change the world and make you want to do something nowadays. Some of that stuff is just scary. Well, I mean, you know? and just to even speak from t- about your music, it could be very, you know, central music, you know, talking love about love and romance. Well, you know, Barry, Barry White loved music. Barry White, I mean, it was like a religion with Barry. And music and women, and, and, and but I, I'm not, he, 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 he hated, he hated porn. We're not talking porn. But, you know, man has a way of taking beautiful things that God created and making them ugly. Yeah. So they, they make, and, and that's what it is, and that's what I'm kind of fighting with my video. I'm I'm not going to succumb to that, you see. And and but but it's 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 it, 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 you you gotta you gotta it, it it shouldn't be, you see. But we have a way of making everything ugly, yeah. and 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 I'm not going to let it's, you know. It's good. Just, uh, well, good for you. Good for you. That's yeah. that's great. And we, yeah, that's been a. Pleasure talking with you. Um, Enjoyed hearing your stories and, and, you know, what you've done, um, you know, for society and what your dad um, has done with his art and and thing. We really appreciate that, too, you know, sharing your family's um, passion and history. Well, anything that we could do, and and maybe uh, one thing I like is maybe when my sister comes to town, if I could give her your number and you could just, she can come over and you could show her around. That would be wonderful. All right. Yeah, you know where to, you know where to find us. <laughs> okay. Well. Okay. Again, for we really enjoy. Yeah, maybe it. we'll have a podcast in Carson Park. Yeah, yeah, there we go. We'll sit down with you and talk some more. Maybe you can play some of your. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. God bless you all, and thank you for putting up with me. Oh, oh no, no, it was a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Let's go down to the urban homestead, Pasadena by the freeway. Right down there on the urban homestead, Jules and his family are working away. Come on down to the farm in the city, back to the future, back to the plan. Right down there on the urban homestead, loving the life back into the land. Oh, oh, oh. help the garden grow, singing. Oh, 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 we've got to help the garden. The Urban Homestead theme song was written and recorded by Tom Fair. Thanks, Tom. We come to the end of our show. Thank you so much for joining us. Be sure to tune in until next time. This is Annie East, Jordan. Keep on growing. Oh, oh, oh. Help the garden grow. Sing it. Oh, oh, oh. We've got to help the garden grow. Oh, oh, oh. Help the garden grow. Sing it. Folks, 
Remember to follow us on our website, urbanhomestead.org. Also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. We love to hear your feedback. And if you'd like to become a podcast patron, go to urbanhomestead.org forward slash podcast.